I have another very special guest on the show today. His name is John Veer. He has two recent works on at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery at the moment. Finished this week off and that's it. And concrete is as concrete doesn't. Kia ora, John. Welcome onto the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Where are you calling from? I'm in Auckland at Okahu Bay, um, watching Wakaama. My kids are in Wakaama. Oh, gorgeous. I'm from Auckland, so that, that is oh. a beautiful picture for me because I know exactly where you are right now. <laughs> ben, yeah, it's, a, it's a nice day here. Oh, good. It's a beautiful day down in Dunedin as well. We're sharing the weather on the North and South Island today. Could you briefly describe your work in the DPEG for anyone who hasn't gone along and seen it yet before we get into the real nitty-gritty of what the art's about? Oh, okay, so um, I'll explain the, I guess, uh, the finish this week off and that's it. Yeah, perfect. Um, that, that work was uh, as a, a five-projection uh, work where there's a, a, a figure that goes and walks into the screen and carries a rock for as long as he um, he can, and the, um, they walk out after, and it lasts about two hours. Um, and the work is, is kind of a uh, um, reflection or response to a friend of mine who was uh, made redundant in the um, recession time, which was in 2009, 2008. Mm. Um, and and so I made that work in response to his uh, redundancy story. Um, and also there are other issues that I kind of um, used while making this work. Um, I think we're going to talk about that in, in more depth. Yeah, later yeah. On. yeah um, and, and the second work is um, Concrete is as Concrete Doesn't. Um, uh, the response to a, res a research residency that I had in Hawaii Wow. Um, and and so while I was there, um, uh, I did some kind of research through conversations with Palanoa, um, as as it is kind of used in Pacific, um, a specific notion of, of just conversation physically, um, and and collecting kind of um, I guess the way of life in Hawaii and then responding it through myself and reflecting it through uh, my art or practice. Mm. Could you explain that concept of talanoa a bit more and how that's employed in your work? Um, for me, uh, talanoa is, is uh, kind of a, a physical experience. Mm. Um, it's, it's basically just a conversation in the physical kind of sense. Um, sitting physically in front of a person and experiencing the story um, and its whole senses. Um, you get to, you know, uh, exchange um, breath at the same time. Um, you get to exchange actions. Um, the smell is, 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 takes a part while the story's being told. And so I think, you know, a talanoa for my, for, for my personal um, thinking, it's, it's more, to, it's more a, a physical uh, physical vision of, of, of conversation is receiving all senses, all senses are being received while having a conversation with another or a group. Oh, fantastic. And what is it about 
Moana Nuiaki or migration and labour and employment narratives that really absorbs your work as an artist? Well, because um, my my background is Tongan. I, mm. um, uh, my parents migrated here in the um, 80s and all those, um, I guess, uh, uh, factors within Moana Nuiakiwa, um, migration, labour, uh, I grew up with that. Mm. Um, that. I guess that kind of environment was my kindergarten, if that makes sense. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, I grew up uh, with other kids as well within the Huron Bay area. Mm. Right now it's, it's really the, the most expensive. It is. <laughs> um, but back, back then it was, you know, that was the mecca of Pacific uh, migrants, mm. where all the Pacific migrants lived when the, the influx of migrants came in the 80s to work in the factories. The majority of them stayed in that Hume Bay, uh, Greyland area. Mm. And so um, I guess that's what, that's why I, I talk about those, those factors, those um, uh, migration issues, the labour, because I, I grew up with it. It was my early childhood centre, I guess. Um, it was something, you know, we didn't, as a kid, we grew up um, not not being able to afford to go to kindergarten or, or early child centres, but we were taken. We were taken to through our relatives or our uncles and aunties or mums and dads mm. would take us to their jobs. Oh wow! And, yeah, and we'll, we'll, you know, and at the time it was like Disneyland for us. You know, we were. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. But, you know, right now that I think because I'm a father now, mm. I mean, the stress they were going through. Um, now I get it. Now I understand that, you know, they were just trying to adapt to the situation they were dealt with uh, in that time. Mm. So, yeah, so all those kind of factors played a part, and it still does play a part in my practice, in my art practice. Do you believe that that role as physical labourer, which is commonly a role for Pacific people, often goes unnoticed? I think so. It's, um, it's unrecognised. Mm. Um, and it's and usually we take it for granted, you know. All of us in general, um, uh, we we um, we don't see the labour that's been, uh, I guess, even uh, like a product that we eat. Uh, we don't see the evidence of 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 the interactions it had post being sold. Mm. Um, and so we don't we don't get to see that like uh, a building that's been erected uh, and we go into we don't see that part the post or uh, the um, the build the, you know the, the migrants that are involved in that building of um, course yeah um, and so I mean just imagine you know if next to the nutrition list on the product it was you know the, the labour list that was you know the list of interactions the list of people that picked that fruit or the list, list of people that washed that particular uh um, of apples, you know. I mean, like, just imagine next to the nutritionist, there was the um, labour list, or you know, that was you know who who handled your fruit. I, mean, mm. I guess that would make it more uh, appreciative mm. of mm-hmm. the, you know the the thing that you eat. You you start to appreciate it more. 
and finish this week off and that's it. Um, I mean, the story behind that is that you hold a giant concrete slab, which was very heavy, by the way, um, and you ate below the poverty line. Is that correct? How did that affect your ability to hold that concrete slab? I um, I was actually surprised. I uh, became more conscious um, uh, to the movements of holding the brick, mm. holding that, that slab. Um, my body started to adapt to it, mm. and, and so... Uh, then my duration of, of, of lifting became more um, uh, wider, I guess. Or I, I started to like, you know, uh, adapt my body to the to the brick, the, the carrying of the brick. Wow. And so, I mean, I thought I thought I'd lose um, strength. Yeah, yeah, I would assume so lose, too. Yeah, um, I guess and the duration aspect, but it, it, it actually uh, my stamina um, stayed, you know. Uh, Stayed or went up a level. Wow, and and that work that was first made in two thousand and nine. So how has your perspective of what you're trying to communicate changed since the work was first created? Um, the so in two thousand nine, um, that was the recession era, um, uh, and uh, I think the re- the second reiteration was um, more conversations were talked uh, and. Um, a more Talanoa collected, and I, I, I um, had a Talanoa with uh, some workers that were living on uh, the minimum wage, and uh, they were um, just getting by um, with with just paying the rent and rice, and so I decided to to take that kind of um, the issue they were facing onto myself and, and live it. Uh, or live it within the six weeks that mm-hmm. I, I made this this work, or five weeks that I made this particular work. Yeah. And does that has that communication changed since that time in the recession? Do you think? Um, it's it's changed, and it's um, it's it's the gap is widening <laughs> uh, in terms of the poor and the rich. I mm. mean, it's it's um, you know you see more and in the you know conversation these uh, I guess it's it's gotten worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so the the um, uh, the the lower socioeconomic community is is um, uh, is you know is, is is trying to adapt to the situations they are dealt with, and and um, it's becoming apparent uh, within our within our society. How do you believe the communication of these stories differ by geographical location? Do you think that uh, the reception that you got at Artspace in Auckland would be different to the Dunedin Public Art Gallery in Dunedin? I, 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 I wouldn't know what the demographics is in Dunedin, but I, I, would, I would say that it, you know, the, the more exposure has, um, the better. I mean, in, in Auckland, uh, I can only talk um, in response to the Artspace, there's more... Um, there's more uh, diversity here, mm. um, mm-hmm. um, and and again, um, art spaces in central city, um, and I would have loved to have the work in Māngere Art Centre or yeah. um, or uh, Te 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 Tuhi or um, all those places that are exposed that kind of talk about the community, talk about the community I come from. Um, I'd rather show those works to them 
and um, I guess share the same. You know, we're we're all in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand. Um, and you mentioned before that residency that you had in Honolulu. Could you tell us a wee bit more about that residency during the Biennale last year? Oh, so I was, I was invited in, in 2016. I was invited to make oh, a couple work. Of years ago now. Yeah, um, make work for Honolulu Biennial, um, and and I went uh, in 2016. Um, to do a two-week residency, um, and at first I had to um, remind myself that uh, I was a foreigner. I'm not mm. from that place, and so I guess uh, I applied rules to myself to not critique an area that I'm not from, um, and um, and so I did some talanoa. Uh, or collecting Kalanoa in, in, in Hawaii, in Honolulu, mm. um, with with different individuals, with people on buses, um, some artists and activists. And I came across Imai Kalani Kalahele, who's an art, artist in, in Hawaii um, and an activist. And he showed me around uh, Chinatown. Uh, he's an... He's a... Uh, um, military from uh, I think Vietnam, Vietnam, mm. and and so he's um, he showed me around, uh, and he mentioned a, a, a phrase that I you know it's, and he mentioned um, a phrase called uh, what are we gonna do with all this concrete rubbish? But in his pigeon Hawaiian accent, <laughs> and I you know that stuck with me. Mm. Um, even coming back home to Aotearoa. And so uh, I made, or I responded to that phrase. Um, and I, look, uh, I looked at my own backyard um, in Maungere, Mount Wellington, and looking at, well, you know, that phrase was um, kind of in response to the overdevelopment in Hawaii. And so I, I looked at my own backyard in Mount Wellington here in Aotearoa, um, and look at the development that we have behind the mount mountain. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I forgot what that that place is called. It's a new place. There's new development at the back. Um, that's uh, it's almost like a a, 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 a setting off a Tim Burton movie. Um, <laughs> and so it's, it's yeah. So we have this development at the back of my Wellington. And so I I wanted to film something. Uh, using the mountain mm, that, right, where yeah. I live um, and having that sitting in the background while it's playing. Um, and so I wanted to respond critiquing myself in my area rather than critiquing uh, Hawaii. Right, yeah. yeah. What yeah. kind of impact did you observe forced Western colonization having on Hawaii instead of, uh, I mean, in comparison to the effects we see in New Zealand? I, there's this, you know, it's it's... They, I think we have, uh, um, we're very fortunate to be under British. I know it sounds silly, uh, but yeah, they they um, they were looking at the two evils, if that makes sense. And mm. they said that um, the Hawaiians said, "Oh, it might have been better if we were under the British." But um, wow. that's, you know, that's what um, 
the, they were saying. But um, it's, it's, yeah, for me, uh, the Hawaiian culture is building, and it's it's just, it's um, they're starting to to, to I guess re- uh, revitalize their 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 culture and, and regain uh, uh, their sovereignty through through their culture. Mm. Yeah, um, and here there's you know. Um, Aotearoa is very fortunate um, to 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 be stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. And um, and 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 you know and so um, it, I I guess I don't know. I'm speaking from an outside perspective, and um, and and my understanding that I think uh, we we or we as an um, Aotearoa have it good here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and over there um, in Hawaii, they're part of a different colonial um, or a different regime. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, with them, yeah, with the Americans. So um, it's it's yeah. Uh, I'd say that we're lucky. That's really um, really interesting. We're lucky, just um, just to, I guess between Hawaii and Aotearoa, we're the fortunate one. Oh, that's yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect that to be. That's a really interesting perspective. Uh, why do you choose to document your own body and your artwork? Is this because your body is is identifiably rooted in your ethnicity? I think so. Uh, well, I um, at first I thought. Uh, um, it's a, I think it's a, more the, of an ethics thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rather than exploiting someone else, I'd rather exploit my own body. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah that makes so sense. I, I mean, it, I, I'm still, I, I'd still like to work with others, mm. uh, but I'd rather do these kind of um, movements to my own body than, because it reads differently, you know. Like, I, I mean, I become the employee, I become the employer mm. um, if I direct someone to do something. Uh, rather than uh, employ myself to do these actions, these um, kind of uh, labor, laborious actions, and and um, applying the pain to myself. Mm. Um, so that's yeah, that's the reason why I've, I've kind of uh, filled my my own body, or filled myself doing the um, doing these um, these these um, kind of metaphoric movement. Mm. Is performance art a way in which you can share your feelings of what otherwise might be a very stoic or stunted conversation about the topic of migrant workers? Could you, sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah, no worries. Um, so performance art as a medium, is that a way in which you feel you can share your feelings uh, about what otherwise might be a really stoic or stunted conversation about the topic of migrant workers in New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, and, and there's other forms of, of sharing those kind of um, stoic uh, conversations. All those, you know. But it's, I, I think, in terms of uh, performing art or um, uh, moving image, is, is a way of, of um, uh, being able to share um, share kind of those those issues, those working issues, especially in that um, very laborious. Uh, jobs that kind of um, 
the, the migrants or the uh, Pacific migrants work in. Uh, work in. So, um, yeah, I think it's an avenue, or it's one of one of the avenues that we can that um, that I use to to express those feelings. Mm. I just wonder, do you ever tire of being the spokesperson in New Zealand's artistic community surrounding migrant workers' issues? So am I the only one? I, I wouldn't say that you're the only one, but I just mean like as a really key figure in the artistic community. I don't see myself as that, uh, but I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to, I guess, be part of those conversations mm. as a collective, not by myself. Um, and so, um, uh, whatever, whoever gives me a, a label um, kind of means nothing. It's, I think it's, uh, I don't see myself as a spokesperson for, I, I guess I'm, I'm part of the fight. Okay, yeah, 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 understand. <laughs> I don't want to single myself out. No, no, of course not. I didn't mean to put you in that position. Uh, do, I, I wonder, do outsiders find it really difficult to open their minds to the, the plights of the migrants? Ah, oh, sorry, a co-ed um, could you? <laughs> That's all right. I know you're in the bay at the moment. Um, is it difficult for for outsiders to kind of open their minds to to the plights of the migrants they might not be familiar with? Um, I, I, well, that's that's the reason why um, we or I exhibit in these spaces like art space hmm. or um, uh, the the Auckland Art Gallery. Is that you know all. Uh, walks of life access these these spaces, mm. and so um, it's it's yeah. I wouldn't know how would they receive it, but it's uh, it's being exposed to um, all of their kind of or all of their um, all of the other cultures that are in a different uh, a different state of when it or, or like. Um, Financially or culturally, um, so I, I, it does, um, it does kind of uh, expose these works. Kind of does talk about these issues and it does confront them. Um, I, I wouldn't know how they'll take it. Mm. Um, besides the community that I am in um, and the art community that I take part in, um, I imagine it, it, it might be confronting. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a message to young Pacific Islanders in the two works that are currently showing in the Dunedin Public Art Gallery? Um, is to promote your culture, mm -hmm. um, promote your thinking. Uh, uh, even when you're raised up in the system that you are in, um, always look, always, always look home, look at home, um, and and always look how you were formatted. Uh, from being in your own whakapapa mm -hmm. and um, using using that you know using your knowledge from home bring that into you know bring that into these kind of uh, institutions that single you out you know bring that culture from home into um, into your your uh, school or education don't be um, don't filter yourself from your health, from your own culture, I guess.
Oh, wow, yeah. That's me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely words from you, John. Uh, are there any um, Tongan or Pacific artists that you're really excited about at the moment? I'm excited about... Um, oh, pretty biased. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm excited about my students at um, AUT. Cool. Um, and so I'd like to... Sh- Am I allowed to give them a shout-out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, Uhila um, Nai, uh, Evelyn, um, Evelyn and um, Ofaleha, who's getting a lot of beef over her work from Taltai. I, I, uh, I'd like to share... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing their future, um, and I think they'll uh, flourish with the works they're making now. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's so lovely that you're bringing on that next generation as well. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, it's great. You know, like uh, in terms of teaching, you know, you get to tell them, hey, you can, you can create your own movement when you, you come out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there's anyone that was listening right now that perhaps hasn't gone along to see your work yet at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery, um, and they might not necessarily be the average person who does just pop into the Dunedin Public Art Gallery out of their own volition, what would you say to them to get them uh, slightly more engaged or just going in to have a wee look at what you've presented in there? I think um, I think more I'd rather say to the artist to get outside the gallery space mm-hmm. and go, you know, approach the community you know, that, that's not exposed to these places. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we got to meet them halfway, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I think make, you know, um, make your work accessible to the communities that you are making it for. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Rather than make them come over to a space that they think, you know, uh, it's more for the, the elite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, expose your practice to the um, to the, the the larger the, the other community. Take it outside of the white walls. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, John. A beautiful Talanoa with you today. You too. Thank you, Wagney. Thank you so much, and have a lovely day up in Okahu Bay. All right, I will. Thank you. See you later. Yeah. Bye. That was John Veer on his two most recent works in the Dunedin Public Art Gallery. That ends on the 22nd of October. So.